Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hello, friends, and Merry Christmas. However you're coming to this podcast today, welcome. Before we spend time talking about our stories in today's podcast episode, let's do a centering practice, a grounding practice, if you will. If you're able, go ahead and close your eyes as we do this practice. But if you're not, that's okay. You can also do it with your eyes open. Right now, wherever you're sitting, just notice which part of your body feels the most grounded. And by grounded, I mean heavy, calm, centered, connected maybe. So for me, it's my left foot on the floor. And just notice that. Notice that grounded feeling wherever you feel that in your body. And then I want you to check in and see if there's a second place in your body that also feels grounded anywhere in your body. It may be your hands on your lap, maybe your feet on the floor. Just notice where a second place is in your body that also feels grounded and connected. And notice that grounded sensation, what that feels like. And then in your mind, I want you to picture that first grounded place in your body and draw a line in your mind going up from that place, connecting to that second place in your body that also feels grounded. And just sit with that feeling for a minute. And if you had your eyes closed, you can now open them. And if you were in the same room, I'd ask, how do you feel? What did you notice? But take note for yourself. What did that feel like for you? You can use that anytime, anywhere to help your body feel more grounded and connected. So now, hopefully that we're feeling a little more centered and present in our bodies. Let's move on to today's reflection episode. This season on the podcast, we've been talking about looking at our stories. And in our last episode, we talked about what happens when we enter a season of suffering. We talked about Psalms of orientation, of disorientation, and of reorientation. And if you missed that episode, I hope you'll go back and give it a listen. But in today's episode, we're also going to talk about what happens when our stories don't go the way that we like, but from a different perspective, not necessarily about suffering, but about What if our lives are a little more ordinary than we expected? What does it mean if our lives just happen to be a little ordinary? I want you to notice what you think about when I even say that word ordinary. And when you think about your life being kind of ordinary, what what do you feel like? Does that bring a sense of disappointment, of failure, or maybe it brings a sense of relief? Here's why I want to talk about that. I think when we're younger, we expect that our lives are going to be amazing, that maybe they're going to be 
radical, that we have these really incredible dreams for what we're going to pursue, what we're going to be capable of, and what we're going to do. Especially for young people today, I think the desire to be famous is really, really big. A little bit it always has been, but right now it's actually within your reach. Like you could go viral on TikTok and reach millions very quickly if you just happen to be that lucky. Or if you just get picked up by the right person, maybe you're going to be the next best-selling author. But not just in the secular world. I do think that there's a belief about this in the Christian realm as well, like in the church. And by that, I mean, it might sound a little different. It might not sound like the American dream or like you're going to get famous. It may sound more like you're going to do amazing things for God. You're going to live a radical life. You are going to do amazing things to expand his kingdom. Do you hear that? There's nothing really wrong with those statements. They're actually kind of exciting and exhilarating. And also they could be a lot of pressure when you think about it. And then what happens when mm, you turn around and actually you're raising a few kids and going to a job every day and maybe it doesn't feel like you have done those things. You didn't become a missionary in Africa. You didn't write a best-selling book. You're just living a normal life for God. What does that mean for our stories? You know, I think it's pretty amazing to look at Scripture and see the characters that we do know about who lived lives for God. Most of their stories... We get maybe, what, a few verses, a few chapters for some of them to hear their stories. And if our lives were going to be based into a few verses or a few chapters, maybe even one short book, they would sound pretty exciting. I mean, the highlights are kind of high. But there are a lot of mundane days, a lot of mundane hours that don't get written about. And we are living those every day. So when you think about Moses, he lived to be 120, I think. The first 40 years he spent in Egypt. The second 40 years he spent in the desert. And then for a week or two, he did amazing things, maybe a little longer than that. He did amazing things in Egypt, showed signs and wonders, rescued a bunch of people with God's help. And then he spent the next 40 years in the desert again. I bet a lot of those days were very mundane. Imagine living in the desert. <laughs> it wasn't the high life. And he did amazing things for God. And there were Sinai, literal Sinai moments sprinkled in there. But what I mean is most of us live our lives in the desert. And then we have these mountaintop experiences. But the day-to-day -day does happen to be in the desert. And then we think about Jesus. There's not even a whole lot written about him except for the three years of his ministry. And even then, we mostly just get bits and pieces. But think about all of the days he spent walking from one town to the next town with 12 ragtag disciples. I betcha there was a little bit of the mundane, of the ordinary. He didn't take jet trips from one thing to the next thing. He wasn't looking at social media or making big podcast episodes in the meantime. He was living everyday life, going from one miracle to sleep in a human body to walking to the next town 
ministering to more people. I think even amazing people live ordinary lives. Our culture wants us to think that there's always bigger, better, and more exciting. But beauty often happens in the margins, in the ordinary places, when we least expect it, when we're in the desert, so to speak, on the walk from town to town, like the walk to Emmaus. Those happen to be some of the times that mean the most, but may never make it into the big time. So friend, if your story feels ordinary, it's not bad. It's still good. Even amazing people who are doing amazing things in the kingdom of God live ordinary lives. The hurry, the hype, the constant need for adrenaline in our brains that are being created by the screens that we look at and the stories we're being exposed to over and over and over again throughout the day make us think that there's always more right around the corner that we're missing out. And I just want to counter that by saying, look for the beauty that's right in front of you. Look for the moments of stillness and quiet to help balance out the big mountaintop experiences, because they come, they will come, they may have already come, and there may be some more coming. And yet, the majority of our lives are really spent in the ordinary. And God is there too. He's waiting for you in those places, and so to speak, on Mount Sinai, when you get to those places as well. And in all of those places, He's waiting to love us and sustain us. So I want to encourage you to think about what have you told yourself your story should look like. And if you've been disappointed that it doesn't look like that, that it's a little more ordinary than what you expected, take heart. You are among the greats. It is okay and it is beautiful to live a simple life. In fact, as we come into Advent, as we're thinking about Christ coming to earth as a baby, And celebrating that in our churches, with our families. Remember that Christ came in the most ordinary of ways and still the most extraordinary. Ordinary things are not unimportant. Sometimes they're the most important. So keep your eyes open so you don't miss a thing. And I hope that in your ordinary you find beauty this week. And with that, I'm going to leave you with a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Janine Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus. Mm -hmm.